You want to lead this one? And we're back with another episode of the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle Galarno. And I'm Ricky Liorti. And before we jump into this week's episode, um, if you're from the city of Toronto, which most of our listeners are, or from the GTA, we had a big weekend for country music uh, this weekend with Morgan Wallen. And me and Danny, or Danny and I, both went to the concert separately. Uh, so we're going to give you a quick rundown of that because I feel like it was the show of the year in Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to... well preface country isn't like my top choice yeah and i know some morgan wallen songs a lot of the time too i think i realized because of tiktok like i recognized so many of the choruses oh, yeah. from tiktok when i was at the show but i knew a couple songs last night was like a song of the summer for i think a lot of people song of the year probably yeah but even if you weren't a country fan yeah. like it was like a pop country song of the year like everyone listened to it no matter where we went everyone knew that song so i like really wanted to go to the show convince vicky to take me Thank God she took me. Thank you, Vicky. Shout out to you. Because I truly think it was one of my favorite shows that I went to, especially at Bud Stage. I think in, in general, that was my favorite show in Toronto this year. Yeah, I would have to in agree. In 2023. Like, I'm just trying to think of some of the other shows I went to like that were up there. So Post Malone was really good. Um, that was That was really good. But I think Morgan Wallen was better. Um, like I, I saw Sam Smith, but Morgan Wallen was better. Taylor Swift. I said in Toronto. Oh. Yeah, Taylor Swift was definitely better. No questions asked. But there's something he did. So we were joking around. So my friend who's not a country fan whatsoever, I made her listen to some songs before. And I think she actually recognized more songs than me when we actually got to the show, which made it even funnier. But she like hates country. Like, you know how Vicky is. At first, she started laughing. She's like, oh, his walkout. Like, blah, blah, blah. like who does he think he is? Drake. Like, blah, blah, blah. But I actually thought it added to him and his performance. Ta- and he did such a good job. Time out. We are like Morgan Wallen is on Drake level almost in the country scene. Maybe not in North even America. in country. Got, in North not, America, I would not say that though. As long you don't know how long he's gonna last. He's but, been in the but, industry but currently, for, right now. He's not, Morgan Wallen is selling out stadiums okay, in the in the U.S. Yes, selling out stadiums, but I would not still put him at the same pedestal level until he's in the industry for 15, 20 years and able to maintain that level. A lot of country stars, all the big ones that you hear about, it's because they've been able to maintain their high status in the industry. So right now, <clears throat> popularity wise, I think right now, popularity wise, he's, he's as big as he's Drake. As, yeah. Okay. I get what you're trying to say, but I'm just like long term. Yeah, but we're he's not talking long term. Yeah, but he's we're not been in right there long now. Term. I'd say popularity wise. Yeah. Just in terms right of now. like celebrity status, Morgan Wallen is on Drake level in North America, not worldwide because outside of North America, country's nowhere near what it is. But in North America, Morgan Wallen's definitely on Drake level. Like, that's level. why I don't think it's comparable. So it's like, to me, Drake, you have like Drake, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, Adele. Beyonce. Beyonce. They're at like the top. Yeah. You can't Ed really. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. You can't really surpass them in their category. You yeah. might have a song yeah, that the, can. Those, those three are. But those like sorry, they're those just. Like five or six. They're people. iconic. Like The Weeknd even. All the Weeknd. Yeah. The Weeknd is there. But so then in the country, in the country, like you have Blake Shelton, Luke Blake Bryan. Blake Shelton is not even comparable. Blake, Luke Bryan is not comparable. In this, I would say Luke Bryan is way more famous than Morgan Wallen is. Right now, today. In general, overall. You can't, but again, now we're, we're comparing two different things. If we're talking about right now, who sells more tickets to a show? Luke is, Bryan or Morgan Wallen? Morgan Wallen is the answer. It's not even debatable. It's fact. Morgan Wallen did three shows back to back to back. So I see Luke if Bryan Luke Bryan was one. touring right now and if he was in his Luke prime Bryan releasing did. his music. Okay, but not, we're not talking about prime. We're talking about today, right now. Morgan Wallen is selling out stadiums in the U.S. Six, there's only 
four, there's five people selling out stadiums in the U.S. right now. You want to know who they are? Taylor Swift. Like Taylor okay. Swift, Beyonce, Drake. Drake. Drake's doing arenas, not stadiums. They're different. Ed Sheeran. BTS. Uh, may, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know BTS. So maybe, maybe them. I, I don't know. Lana Del Rey. Nope. Two country singers now. Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Those are the five this year that have, that are selling out stadiums. Yeah, I'm, don't get me wrong. I understand. Like, I think he has risen to fame so quickly, but he's also only in his first year has already had two major problems. Well, he's not in his first year. He's no, been no, since like, like eighteen. No, he's 19. okay. But in his first big stadium yeah. tour year, he's already had two major things that almost dropped him. Luckily what, enough, what were they? Well, he had some issues with some racist comments he's made. Yeah, that was We're like almost two years ago. Yeah, but it's resurfaced this year. Did it? Yes. And then he... I need to follow more gossip websites because apparently what you have is way different than what I have. And then he the also had his... Where he stopped touring, had to cancel some shows because his voice. Oh, yeah. That was which like, is also said that he was probably in rehab. Yeah, but that's... Again, you can't... No, you can't do that because... Um, What's her face? Madonna canceled shows and so did Aerosmith. Yeah, so did Drake, but at the same yeah, time... Yeah, you can't... No, that's... Luke Combs did it too, I think. They all did. So that's you can't you can't blame them on that. Right now, Morgan Wallen. So Morgan Wallen last night was the song of the summer, but according to Billboard Top 100, it was. It got I just heard it on the radio. And number two, well, it should have been. La, uh, number two was "Fast Car" by Luke Combs. This is the first time in history that the Billboard Top 100 was uh, the top two were country songs, which is pretty shocking. Yeah. So in, in my opinion, like I don't even know how we got on the top. But anyways, Drake Drake is again over like long term, decades of success. Yeah, Drake's up there with. The Lady Gaga is the Beyonce box. Question: but Do you think he could right ever now, sell out a stadium tour in North America? Who? Drake. Drake easily, obviously. Yeah, it's Drake. No, I know, but like Drake just could easily. You know when there's some artists that like selling out arenas. Well, Drake's no selling problem. out three arenas in Toronto, back to back to back nights. Yeah, or no, three but or like four nights or something. He's also from Toronto, so like I w- I'm saying North American wide. Like, are you Drake could seeing sell out. selling Drake sell out certain places in the states that? Maybe Taylor Swift would, but he wouldn't. Or Ed Sheeran wouldn't. He, I don't know. I, I'm no, asking this they're, as a question. They're, they're all, they're all. I oh, do you know who else is doing a stadium tour? Jonas <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. They did Skydome. Uh, sorry, Roger Center, not ACC. So that's that's a good way to think about it. When people do Skydome, it's because they're too big to do. Rog, uh, sorry, when they do Rogers Center, they're too big to do Scotiabank Arena. Or if they're, or they'll do two. No, or three but there's nights. been times where Beyonce's done Rogers Center, back to Scotia, then back to Rogers Center. Um. No, Beyonce's been Rogers Center for the last like so many tours. She hasn't done Air Canada Center in forever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm mixing things. And up like Ed Sheeran, same thing. Ed Sheeran, his last two concerts were Rogers Center. Coldplay is another band that can do stadiums, and they are doing stadiums. But they're you know in who Europe, hasn't mostly. done stadiums? Justin Bieber. Ah, uh, but he could. He, he could easily. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's completely. It's a different environment having that many people, right? Well, I also just think production-wise, you yeah. just have to go ten times more so because you're ob- so small. Yeah, there's obviously a reason we don't know it because we're just normal folks. But maybe <laughs> when we, maybe when we do this podcast gets bigger and we can ask these artists, like, hey, what's it? Why do you decide to do a stadium tour versus a, an arena tour? Regardless of all this back and forth, I think it was one of the best shows. Yeah, and I'll, I'll dive. I made the TikTok about it this morning, and I'll dive deeper into. I know it. I started watching it, but it was yeah. a bit too long. Yeah. So well, it's meant to be a long one. The uh, the concert when I go to concerts, there's usually like four things I, I base it on. Okay, the artist himself, mm-hmm. like them as a as a performer, not about the music. It's about them, the music, like the set list, the song choice, how lo- how many songs he plays or he or she plays, the uh, the venue, and then the overall like crowd atmosphere ambiance. Okay, mm-hmm. 
basically three out of the four of those were 10 out of 10. The only one, and we were just talking about this. So Morgan Wallen as a performer is a 10 out of 10. I, I, I can confidently say that. Just the walkout was really cool. And a good job for a country artist. Yeah. A lot of country artists just go up on stage, sing their songs. There's no, like, but like he, he looked like a rapper. Yeah. Like he moves like a rapper that's like bouncing around on stage. Like, like it's like Drake. I, it's like, uh, that's a country version of Drake. That's what I, that's my exact comparison. I know I just, I'm contradicting myself a bit just because I just still don't think he's at Drake level yet in success. But my first thing was comparing him. He's the country version of Drake. He, he really is. I just thought like, about that right now. Yeah, like, the way he I said moves, that to Vicky. The way he moves it is like a little like, like his mannerisms. Yeah, yeah. His mannerisms is everything like, he did. Mm, and he's not like one of those like country like he, he could be. I don't know him personally, but like you know how some like country artists are still very into he like goes by Morgue, if you know him. It goes by Morgue. That's a short form. Oh, okay. his buddy's um but like very like hunter Yeah. Like he doesn't give off that vibe. No. He gives off the very like, much like when you compare him to Luke Combs Night and day. Yes. And like, don't get me wrong. I love Luke Combs as a performer too. He's phenomenal. But just, he's your country singer. He's got the guitar the whole time. He's like kind of chilling up there. He's, you know, he's got his drink, whatever. Morgan Wallen he's takes like up the, the city. whole stage and he's like running around dancing. Like, and he's not, it's not like set dance moves, but he's got like yeah. those little things he does. So he was amazing. The venue, Bud Sage, I'm so happy he did it there because it was unbelievable. Could he have done... Did you have a nice Scotia? night? Yeah, it was gorgeous. Huh? I had Washington. a stunning night yeah, too. Yeah, so beautiful venue. Uh, the crowd and like the ambiance, the energy, the environment there was 10 out of 10. I saw like three or four people get kicked out though. There's a fight in the pit. It was wild. Wow. So there's like two, two guys are scuffling and some big dude, I thought he was security at first because he had a cowboy hat, whatever, comes in, grabs one guy, holds him here, grabs the other guy, holds him there and holds these two kids away. And then I'm like, oh my God, that's just a normal dude. Just a normal big dude in the pit. The security came, kicked him out. Anyways, so the crowd was amazing. The only thing that was like an eight out of 10 was the duration and that falls under the music category he only played whatever 20 songs and his songs are like very short they're like three three and a half minutes each so the concert was only like an hour 30 minutes hour 40 minutes so it's kind of short but again not complaining he went up to the crowd on the lawns like doing the crowd so that's actually a funny story so it's actually was a happy accident vicky and i uh i was like hey i don't know this song coming up but i know the next like three songs away i know it so let's go to the bathroom Maybe let's do a lap. We were stuck on the left side. And I think I want to buy a sweater. I saw someone wear a sweater. I'm like, hey, these are gorgeous. Let me buy one. Get to the other side. Don't realize this is when he's moving up. So now we are stuck. So we go up to like the lawn area where you usually can cross. Security's like, no, you're not allowed to cross anymore. I've also never seen this much security at Bud stage. Um, so I'm like, hey, what are we going to do? She's like, why don't we go around the lawn and whatever. I'm like, we're going to go through the long crowd. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go all the way to the top and just cross, like, where the bars are. I said, there's no chance. Like, this is, like, it's packed to the max. So I was like, hey, why don't we try, like, maybe because he's passed and he's already on the lawn, maybe they'll open up, like, where, like, the 200 section is. I'm like, Vic, put your pass on. We're going. Either way, no questions asked. We're like, we just got to get to the other side. Um, Get there. Now, so we got blocked off by cops on one end girls are just flocking yelling because he's walking up the thing i'm like kate no 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 go around to the other end make it to the center so now we're right in the center and we talked to one of the securities and he's like yeah, yeah just stand here like no worries it's not gonna be open for another 30 minutes so we like lean around there was like an open section like found like a rail sat on it and we are now like he's turned to the crowd but we're so close to him and didn't mean to stunning and then he came back 
So it was a happy accident that we got stuck there. That works perfect. Instead of being like on the left side of the lawn where we were. Do you know what? This was the first time I sat in the 200 level in forever. And it just reminded me like when we did Rufus, we should have sat in the two. We should have sat in the seats instead of the lookout. Or we should have gone on the floor. Yeah. Anyways, we, um, my seats were unbelievable. I was so close. Like my videos came out really good. Uh, He was, yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think that's good. I think that's a good wrap up on that. Let's get, let's jump into the episode now. And, uh, this episode was actually really fun. It was, and for a little bit of history. So we had Corey Kent on and before we tell you about him, when we started the podcast or even when I was doing it with George, I always wanted to do on location podcasts. Like I always thought about doing, getting a, a singer before they go on stage and doing like a quick 30 minute, 45 minute episode at, you know, a smaller venue, like uh, let's say a rebel or a Danforth music hall or a history. So when we got, when, when Sony reached out to us saying, Hey, we could do Corey Kent and we could do him at bud stage. That was a, like, it was, it was cool almost moment. like a no brainer. Like we are yeah. doing this. We'll make it work. Let's just like get yeah, it. Done. It was a really, really cool kind of full circle moment because you get to see an artist that, you know, and like you, you love their music and, and everything they're about. And then you get to do it at a venue that we love and we go to all the time. And that's kind of why we segued from the Morgan Wallen bud stage into Corey Kent. So, um, that was really cool. Sony, Julia, thank you. Thank you for sending this up. This was amazing. And, um, yeah, let's jump into Corey Kent. Well, like, let's talk about him. Okay. Sorry. I was like, no, 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 no. So much yeah. Say. So, uh, you want to start? You can start. So Corey Kent, he's, he's quickly rising to fame. He's only been kind of in the spotlight for a couple of years now. Um, but really nice guy, family oriented, lives in Texas now. Uh, he released an album back in June. Uh, it's obviously doing very well. He's touring for Jason Aldean right now, which is awesome. That's how this whole thing started. We actually got to see him perform at Bud Stage uh, when he was opening. So really, really cool. And uh, he's just a fun guy. It was a really fun episode. So you're going to notice uh, our segment with him is a bit shorter than usual. Usually like, I feel like we range 45 to an hour and 15. This one's like a quick 20 minute episode. We just wanted to make it work with him he literally came rolling off from a sound check yeah into his green room we were like set up or like okay let's go and usually it takes about i think sometimes 15 20 minutes just to kind of get in with our guests get everyone comfortable going he was like right off the bat so comfortable and talkative and like he's a storyteller like he yeah. likes to talk he likes his stories so I feel like that would have been one of those episodes that if we had more time would have been like two hours yeah, of just going back and forth. And he, he's really good because and Julie even told us ahead of time our contact at Sony. She even said, oh, he he likes to talk. Like he's a great storyteller. And you could tell. And yeah, you ask him one question and he basically run with it. And you're like, oh, these are the episodes we like. So wish I had a little bit more time. Uh, that being said, when he comes back around, we'll definitely make sure we get him on the pod again. Yeah, he is touring in Texas. Yeah, so right now he's doing the rest of the tour, tour with Jason Aldean. I think there's another... A couple of weeks left. Uh, actually, no, I think it's actually coming to an end soon. I think it's like mid-October. Yeah. And then he's doing his headlining tour in Texas. I think most of the shows are sold out or almost sold out. Uh, it's funny enough, like we ended up talking to him after because I'm going down to Texas for Thanksgiving. So he said he gave me some recos. And then the pal's hat. So this is the best part. So uh, after episodes, if we like remember, Ricky will bring a hat and give it to one of our guests. So gave him a hat. He's like, oh my God, I love it. Little did we know Zach Bryan was going to get arrested that night and Corey Kent was going to wear our hat in a video talking about what had happened at like the venue. So it was kind of cool that like we'd given to him. It was that night full circle. Yeah, it's just funny because everyone says they love it. Oh man, sick hat. Thank yeah, you so she much. Wore it. But then he like actually wore it in the video. Like, and it's not like 
it was he tagged us on it. It was like he just generally wore it because he was happy. It wasn't like he's doing us a favor by like wearing he, it in promo. Yes. It. No, it's just like he liked that. It looked good. It does, man, it's a great Okay. Still a great I'm looking gonna hat. steer away from Corey Ken for a second. Um Corey Ken had someone with him that day. <laughs> oh, I yeah. don't know what his position was, but he was a great guy. Shout out to you if you're listening. Um and the funniest part Isn't about this. John? I'm just blanking right now. But anyways, best part about this, Ricky comes to me before being like, oh my God, did you see that guy's outfit? I'm going to say something. Yeah, he just had like a cool like country dad outfit. He was wearing like New Balances with like jeans. Baggy, baggy jeans. They're like straight leg Straight leg baggy jeans. Like, Built, Big belt, like black. tucked in white shirt, said ma'am, like like and was very like so polite. Like I like introduced myself. He's like, yes, ma'am. Like, thank you, ma'am. Like, just so polite. Where he turns to him being like, I love your style. Man, Everyone starts dying of laughter because people were making fun of this guy for the style. And they're like, oh, you don't want to ask fashion advice from him. I'm like, well, the guy who complimented you probably has not the best. I would not. You're not the best fashion advice in the city. So it kind of just went hand in hand. You would dress like him. He would dress like you. Yeah. You guys would get along uh, just for that. But you know what? I am a fashion influencer now. Now you two, are. Two brand deals better. from Harry Rosen and free free YSL products. So but you're still I wearing, must be doing something right You're here. still wearing your $20 Walmart jeans. Uh, still wearing my Walmart jeans. Um, anyways, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, Corey, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you for being a pal. You were great. Good luck on the rest of your tour. Good luck on your headlining tour down in Texas. And I uh, hope to see you the next time you're in Toronto. And Danny, what do we say? Let's fucking go. The Pals Podcast. Yeah. You been to Toronto often? No, first time? First time in Canada, yeah. Yeah? How'd you like it last night? Uh, it was great, man. Um, we went out, like, so far the food's been amazing. Uh, went to this Italian spot. What was it called? No. Oh, in Liberty. That place was great. That's a nice shout out, too. I had, right? a, I had a pizza that had, like, I'm probably going to get crucified by certain people for this. Like, Don't my say pineapple. No, my okay. wife's family is from Italy, like, Italian immigrants. And... I don't know if I should say this. I might not, you know, I, I might, I might get murdered when I get back. But there was shaved cantaloupe yeah. on this pizza. Yeah. Okay, but cantaloupe's actually pretty it common in Italian dishes. Okay, it was shaved. What was it? Shaved cantaloupe, basil, uh, gorgonzola, and prosciutto. prosciutto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so it's amazing. like an antipasto pizza. It was so good. What's your go-to cuisine? I mean, Italian now. Yeah. I used to be fine with the Olive Garden, but now my standards oh. have gone so high, man. Yeah, this I, is bad. Half our half our listeners are probably like <laughs> European descent. They're just thinking, man, this guy really didn't just say hey, Olive listen, Garden. I'm from Oklahoma, and until I until I married into my wife's family, like the most culture I had was we just shoot things and deep fry them. Like that's it. Yeah. And then I I met my wife and and married into her family, and it's like seven different fish on Christmas Eve, and it's all these like traditions that i had no idea about it's amazing uh we even had one where we have three kids and um she has this family tradition where you don't you don't find out whether you're having a boy or girl until delivery day and then on top of that they have what they call the sock drop and you have a blue sock and a pink sock and you walk out of the delivery room the whole family you know all 120 italian cousins second cousins yeah Yeah. they're they're flying in from from detroit they're flying in from all over the the country 
and you're the dad gets to walk out hold the socks up blue and pink you know one in each hand and then you drop one and whichever one you're left handing or holding is the gender of the baby right like so blue or pink and uh so it's the most electrifying moment i've ever experienced was like and and the first time it happened uh i was like fully embraced by the italians and i was like oh yeah i'm in for I'm life one of them. i'm family I'm one of them. now baby yeah no it was great okay wait let me ask you this is it what would you compare the sock drop to like if you're if you're on tour for something else what would you compare it to her what do you what do you mean like that feeling that feeling um coming out there right like is it like when you walk on stage to a show with i don't know twenty thousand people or is it like even there's only maybe a hundred of you but you're just so fired oh up? it'd be like knocking somebody out yeah you're just like ah <laughs> It's the manliest feeling in the world. You just like, well, she did all the work, but you created a life. You know what I mean? It's like, it's amazing. That's fair. That's fair. I want to ask, who does the cooking at home? Oh, dude, do you have to? Do you even have to ask? I My may, wife's may, Italian. But yeah, dude. but maybe you got some special no, dish or something. Some like secret. I got nothing, man. I was There's like, no core special at home, I was man. like a latchkey kid as, you know, my mom owned her own clothing store. So I'd come home and I would like... I would try to cook, but it always it always involved the microwave, you know. So I'm when again when I married her, my life got so much better. I was like real food. I didn't. It was amazing. So no, I don't cook, unfortunately, not well at least. I've been getting better. I've been getting better. You're learning a couple I got, things. I got a um, I got like a pizza oven. Okay, outside. that's a start. Uh, first first round of pizza did not go well. It takes time to practice. Yeah, and then and then you know what? The worst thing that could possibly happen to a musician that's trying to learn how to cook pizzas. Is, uh, <laughs> I burnt one and I didn't realize like there were parts of the oven that got hotter than others. And so I ended up like grabbing like a day before a show, I got blisters on all my fingers and my manager's like, I'm going to kill you if you can't play this show because you tried to make pizza. Like anyway, it's funny you said, cause almost the exact same thing happened to me at my family home. We have a pizza oven and the, like the, I don't know the cover that covers the the hole where the pizzas go in. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it, just by being on the side it gets really hot. That's so at the end of the yeah. day, I grabbed it, went to put it back, and in the moment you don't realize how hot it is. So I grab it, put it back, and I look at my hand. There's just like the print of mm -hmm. the thing just like sliding down my fingers. I'm just like, I think I did the exact same thing. But yeah, it's I looking back on that moment, I'm like, how dumb am I actually? Because of course that would be extremely oh hot God, i did it too so i guess we're oh, two okay. idiots okay well nothing comes as bad as our pizza oven first uh use of the summer and there's a dead animal inside oh man Wait, you obviously cleaned it out you didn't just we, roast it no no no. we oh, didn't yeah. know we didn't know uh, it was burning made, we didn't make so the pizza we smelled we roasted this animal you fired this thing up yeah warmed it up yeah and was like what's that smell yeah so now i guess I we're not that stupid then yeah. wow things happen speaking of dead animals <laughs> Uh, Where is this going? Yeah, the suspense is probably killing you right now. Um, speaking of dead animals, my we have three kids, five, three, and one. First two are girls, and then our youngest is a little boy. And he has just flipped our world upside down. You know, these cute little, like, organized, cleanly type A girls. And then this, like, wild man, like, runs headfirst through walls, kind of <laughs> crazy kid. And my wife lets him go in the backyard, just hang out, you know, just like, he's a boy. He's going to go explore. He came, no joke. I get a call from my wife and she is screaming. And I th literally think that like one of our kids has, is like on the way to the ER or something. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, Canyon, which is our son's name, 
literally has a dead rat in one hand and is cuddling a dead bunny in the other. You can't make this up. No. He has he's holding a dead rat by the tail and then he's he thinks that the bunny's like a stuffed animal. It's a dead bunny. I, I You need you some shots. You can't make that up. I I mean it it buffs out. Man, right. that's wild though. Like what's your wife say to you? She's like, "Honey, you got to come home now." I was uh, like halfway across the I was on tour. Uh, I mean, I, there's no way I could get home. But once I figured that out, I like, I think she thought that I was going to be horrified with her. And I just like died laughing. You're saying I thought kids, it was kids will be kids. I was right? like, man, that's my boy, you know, <laughs> hunter and gatherer, you know. But I think, I think they found like some bait and then he just found them. Do you know what's funny though? Kids can just like grab animals. No problem. Like, you know, like we see, I don't know, you see like a, a little mouse run across the room. You kind of like jump back a little kid's like, I'm gonna go get it. Yeah. Like I had a chinchilla when I was a kid. Not a kid, when I was like 20. I had a pet chinchilla named Penelope. Random. <laughs> Who has a pet chinchilla in Toronto? It's a long story. Oh we my don't, we don't have time for that today. But I remember whenever I let it out of its cage, I'd have to like bribe it with food to get back in the cage. And that's how I got it back in because I couldn't catch it. It was so fast. Mm. My little cousin at the time was maybe like 12 years old. And he would just like literally just grab the thing. And I'm like, how'd you do that? He's like, oh, I just grabbed it. Like, I just, I've been chasing this thing around for years now and you just stick your hand out and grab it. No problem. The, I was like, man, that's, it's kids though. Kids can dude, do that. Kids, yeah. And like my, my little boy with fish, like he doesn't want to throw the fish back when we catch it. He just holds on to it. It's like, buddy, you got to put it back. You can't keep it. Would you say it that like, you were like that as a kid? I don't. Does he take after you? I don't know. I mean. No, he talked. He was frying them already. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was. I was shooting them and frying everything. Though I, I really, I was adventurous, but I think in a, I don't know. It or, I guess kind of remains to be seen how much he is like me. Um, he's my wife was like I guess pretty defiant as a kid, like pretty headstrong, and I was like the kind of kid that I would make you think that I was, I would make my parents think that I was listening to them, like I was just I was getting in trouble. I just wasn't getting caught. That was the difference. That's a good way of putting it. You know, I was like, I could, I could get away with things. I would like think through the situation. My little man doesn't think through the situation. Oh, he's still young. He's he's give, give, first, give him a little you know? bit of time. Yeah, give I mean, we'll him, see. Him I don't slack. know. It, it, he's a good mix of both of us, but it, he's definitely going to be a troublemaker. And it's just like the first day we dropped him off at preschool. Um, the teacher hand us her hand. It was like Mother's Day out. It's not preschool, but hands him back to us, and she just goes, "This kid is tough." And we were like, oh, no, what did he do? I think he ended up, somebody took his toy, and he either, like, I think he headbutted him or something. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to work on this. And then the next day, you know, we started talking. He's, hey, buddy, you got you to gotta be nice people. And he's just one, just like. He's like, nah. Nope. And then, but the next day was great. So we're making progress. But Little um, by little. You know, actually, I was reading this thing that said, 87% of NHL players were born between January and March. All that is fact. It's a fact. With a lot of athletes. He was born in January and he headbutts kids and he likes dead animals. So I'm like, maybe you're a hockey player or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how the animals thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the animals. Maybe, maybe the birthday though. Yeah. Yeah. The birthday the could help. And he's tough. Also so. like kids born in January to March are also smarter. Really? Yeah. Both my well, sisters. I was in June. So this makes so much sense yeah. now. I'm September too, so I get it. I'm August. I uh, guess we're all fun. <laughs> I want to ask. I feel like it's a pretty obvious one. What do you miss the most about uh, about home when you're on tour? Uh, I mean, my family. I really. This sounds bad. I don't even really miss home. Like, it's not. A, it's not a place. Like, my goal is to get them with me as much as possible, 
and when we're able to do that i i could stay out on the road forever if they were with with me. you so yeah it's not i've always kind of lived life like a like a vagabond like i've never really been i was never the guy that like grew up in a house for 18 years yeah, and yeah. then had trouble you know when my parents sold it I, we just my mom and i were in different rent houses and then i moved to nashville at 17 and i then i moved back and went to college and then i moved back to nashville and then we moved to texas i've just been all over even when i was at home i wasn't there for more than i think my wife and i since being married we've been married almost seven years mm-hmm. we never lived anywhere longer than 18 months yeah. just moving home is where your family is yes exactly so i know what you mean the goal is how do i get to be with them how do i get as much time with them as possible and that's uh that's a new challenge with being on tour with jason aldean you know i mean we're all over the country and then now up in other countries and uh we got to figure that out it's growing pains right now do they ever come on tour with you they uh two weeks ago they got to come to their first show on this tour we went to orange beach alabama and uh, it's a beaut- they got a beautiful beach uh, and so that's where my wife's family like vacation when she was growing up and not many Italians down in Alabama though. no no not really none well it's it's her her dad's uh, from Florida okay and so his family has like a place oh, there in, in Alabama and so they grew up going there so we had like a week off they came out to the show it was the perfect show for them to come to because they had like the venue had like a lazy river and they brought out like snow cone airstreams and you know kids so are kids were living sugared up yeah, and we're going yeah, to play in the play in the water it was awesome and you know Jason's kids are about the same age as as two of mine and so they got to hang out and play and they were super kind they got them uh Jason's kids got my kids like a little gift basket it was literally so kind of them um and they just loved it like they were on the this is our first time being on a tour bus was you know this tour and so they got to come up there and we hung out after the show and then kids started getting tired so they passed out in the bunks <laughs> in the tour bus and me and mama just got to hang out you know for a little bit it was nice uh i look forward to the day that that's like the norm you know but right now a lot of investment on the career side of things yeah. so well let me ask what do you what's the f- your favorite part about touring i love that's like a generic question no it's but I'm sure everybody has a different answer, but I actually love waking up in a new place every day. I, okay. I really enjoy, like, I'm usually the first one up on the bus, and I, like, crack that door open, and then I, I usually, like, will walk around the venue, kind of take in the, like, in Jackson, we were in Jacksonville, Florida the other day, and I'd never really spent any time in Jacksonville, and just open the bus, just started walking, you know? I'm, maybe that's not the smartest thing in cities that I don't know anything about, <laughs> but I figure, it, like... At you know nine a.m., I I doubt I, the, I know the exactly troublemakers are out. You know, so anyway, I I walked around and saw the the stadiums. I love doing that sort of stuff. So yeah, anyway, uh, what's been your favorite city so far, or that you've ever <sighs> played? Doesn't have to be this Gosh. tour, any tour. I'll say, I'll, I have to limit it because then I'll just sit here for forever overthinking it. So on this tour, I think my favorite place that we've played so far is Charleston in South Carolina yeah there's a mainly because of the venue itself it was a tennis stadium and we've never I've never played a tennis stadium but the way that it was built is you know tennis courts aren't nearly as big as like you know basketball courts or or football stadiums they're more like long and skinny yeah and so everything was built straight up like you could 
each tier was more vertical than it was out. Like this amphitheater tonight yeah, yeah. will be really will be really far away from the furthest person. Mm. Uh, the furthest person in this tennis stadium, it was like I could still like see their eyes. You like throw a baseball at them. Yeah. Or yeah. And so it was it was like Coliseum kind of vibes. And it was uh, kind of the perfect night. It almost got rained out and they evacuated the place. And then they were like, psych, we're good. So by the time people got back in and settled in their seats, they were so excited to be there. The energy was just contagious and the venue was super cool. And then they had like some of the nicest showers I've ever seen at a venue. <laughs> uh, things like this that stick out to me in my mind. No, but I know but exactly what you mean. Even when you were saying earlier about the tour yeah. bus and how you like just get out and start walking. Me and uh, my one of my best friends, we did a tour throughout the U.S. a, a while ago for an app we were promoting. And when you open that door, you know, crack of dawn, 8 a.m., 7 a.m., the air is fresh, and you're walking out yeah. to a new city. Like, we parked at Walmart. It's not arenas or not. You know, <laughs> so, like, we walk out. You get to see the Walmart. You're looking around. I'm like, am I going left? Am I going right? Uh-huh. Okay, that that area looks good. Let me start walking, and yeah. then you find something new. And then it just, and then just like you said, the showers, like the WalMarts with nice bathrooms that like we like brush our teeth. And I'm like, I remember those moments. <laughs> it's like those little things that well, not things on that tour, you but take for granted until you travel this much. Oh, and then like, you see some bad ones. This is a nice shower. Or like when the places have like nice the really nice porta potties, like yeah. the VIP porta potties, <laughs> not just like the regular stinky one. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like my, I, and we've we've traveled. Like there's a really popular. I don't know, maybe I'm going to sound dumb in Canada because I don't know what you guys have versus what we have, but loves travel stops, like loves truck stops. Yeah. So we don't have them, okay. but we know what they are. All right. So the amount of times we've had to shower at a loves truck stop, <sighs> but honestly, they're pretty great. Well, do your buses have the hoses on the outside too, or no? What do you mean? Like an RV, how they have the outdoor uh, no, showers? No, no, but we do now. This was pre having a bus. Like yeah. now we have a shower on the bus, but. You know, when you're in a van and trailer for years and years, like you're taking showers at the Love's truck stop. And I had such a bad, they get a bad rap. They don't get a fair, they don't get a fair reputation. They're actually great. I've got great a great, I've got a great tip for I any exactly up and coming artists that are going to be traveling in, you know, a van with a trailer. All the Planet Fitnesses in the U.S. are mm. all franchises. So you can get a 24 hour pass and it's not a day pass. It's a 24 hour pass to any planet fitness you want. So you can go there at like 8.30, All right. shower, change. Some of them have steam rooms, like the massage chairs. You can go back the next morning up to 8.29 and still be able to get in using that same 24-hour pass. Dang. So that's what, on our trip, we would go to Planet Fitness, like shower, change, relax. Because yeah, a little that's tip good. that you learn. How much Walmart. are those? They're free for the day. Free one-day pass. They're free? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Only if you knew me like five years ago, I could have gave you. Oh that, my god! Could have gave you that little tip. I spent and they're definitely so better than the they're definitely better than the Love's ones. I I'm hundred percent sure. So much money at Love's for showers. This is you have to pay for the showers. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. like five and bucks, eight a, bucks. I got and it's a time limit too. And it's a timeline too. Like yeah. you only have like seven minutes. So let's say the water takes a minute to heat up, and then you get in there and you're not done, or you're you're zoned out, and then you still have the shampoo in your hair, and it like Dang. the timer's out, you're done. A twenty-four hour day pass is yeah. free. You're welcome. But Planet it's a chain. How do they not know that I'm doing that? Because everywhere. they're franchised. So everyone's owned by a different Their computers person. don't talk to each other, apparently. There you go. Um, before we start to wrap up, what's your, wow. what's your dream venue to play at? Man, okay, well. It can be anywhere in the world. That's tough. Um, the first one that always pops into my mind is Red Rocks. 
That's our Always. favorite answer. Great That's what we were just waiting for. Always. We can finish. We can wrap up. That's okay. all we wanted. <laughs> but I also think that it would be sick to play like at the Opry House in Sydney. Okay. That's super iconic. Really? Have I've you actually never heard that yet. No, I've never played there. I've never even been there. But I went to Australia. I went to Brisbane for the first time this past year. We played a, a festival out there. And my wife and I just loved it out there. She went with us. Um, and, you know, people were really cool. It was It was definitely like being in a completely different world but familiarity in terms of like we speak the same language and there it's not tough to get around like you can travel without being uh in fear of like not knowing how to get back to something like when i went to france dude i'm so glad my wife was with me because she can like speak a little enough to get by and i was just lost but australia australia was really cool and I've, I want to go to like Melbourne and Sydney and like North Shore stuff. Uh, you need like a month there. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like way more expansive than I thought it was too. Like really? from from one side to the other was like it's massive. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said expensive. No. Expansive. Well, it is expensive. Oh, but it is expensive it is, too. It is kind of expensive too. Their dollar is really bad, and everything there is like jacked up on price. So yeah, but anyways, <laughs> the Opry House would be cool. All right. I guess we kind of got to wrap up now. Um, I guess last question, what's, uh, what's on the agenda for the rest of the year outside of the, the remaining tour? Yeah. Good question. Um, we're playing some, <laughs> we're playing <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> we're playing some headline shows in Texas where I live, uh, in November, the, the Aldine tour wrap up in the end of October. Uh, so like tw- I think the 29th or 28th is the last day of the Aldine tour. 31st, um, October 31st is Halloween. I'm not sure if you've heard, but. Uh, we we have that up in okay, Canada too. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't insinuating that you didn't. I just was making sure you'd heard. <laughs> we are throwing a party at my house. We started to do this thing last year where we bought a cotton candy, like a real, like commercial grade cotton <laughs> candy machine, because our street was dead. Like nobody was trick or treating on our street. My wife and I were like, we're bringing this back. <laughs> we bought a cotton candy machine, put up strobe lights, opened our garage, fire pits out front, football on the TV. And like we kind of revived Halloween in our in our on our little street, and so it's like a thing now. So I'm looking forward to that. Shows in Texas in November, uh, December. Do you guys know who Parker McCollum is? He's a he's a like super successful country artist in the states, and um, he's from Texas too. And we're playing to end the sh- to end this year three shows. We're playing Tulsa where I'm from, uh, and then playing Fort Worth where Dallas Fort Worth is where I live uh, on New Year's Eve. It's gonna be just so much fun so we're uh we're excited for those shows and then i don't know 2024 i'm, I'm gonna worry about that when when it gets here love it i'm uh, last one i know we gotta wrap up. i'm going to fort worth in uh, in less than a month any recos yeah places oh, i gotta dude, go uh, yeah we're gonna have to connect after i'll get you some recommendations but first off you gotta stop by billy bob's have you heard of billy bob's it's the largest honky tonk in the world you gotta go okay. see a show at billy bob's it doesn't really matter who's playing it's a great time pool right, tables perfect. they got live bull riding they got Live Billy music. Bob's. Yeah, man. It's a character from a show, no? Yeah. I've heard anyway. that word before, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we'll we'll wrap up. We don't want to keep you, Corey. Thanks for your time. Yeah, man. Have fun on the show tonight. We're, we're looking forward to watching, and um, maybe we'll uh, connect sometime in Texas. Right on. Come on. I'll hit you up with some recommendations. Beauty. Beauty. Right. Appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright, I'm not alright
Take away the 